we go again. Welcome everybody back to Mix Nomad Podcast, episode two. Uh, welcome back, and uh, for all of you that chose to uh, join me for this second round, thank you very much. Uh, I hope we learned a little something uh, from today, and uh, let's just get into it, right? So uh, today, um, as I said in my last podcast, I said that, uh, you know, I want people to be real, and I want people to really discuss how they feel, and then I would give examples of just that kind of thing. So, um, you know, I can't expect other people to take me seriously or any of that uh, if I'm not being, uh, if I'm not putting any skin in the game, let's say, right? So let's, uh, I guess it's my turn, you know, to go first with uh, putting my skin in the game. So uh, let's just get right into it then, right? So today what I want to talk about is uh, actually uh, is, is racism, right? Uh, what racism means to to me. You know, you s- you see on on TV uh, once again the left side says everything is racist. Everything, it's just nothing but racism everywhere. And the right side says there is no racism, nothing to feel sorry for. That racism isn't a real thing anymore. It's just these few few people here and there uh, that's. Uh, that are just that are that are these racist people, but you know there's no room for them in society. Uh, in 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 modern day society, which you know is kind of true, but really that's not really the the issue now, is it? I mean, we all know that there are there are racists out there. They're the the people that decide to uh, put swastikas on their chest or on the side of their head or whatever. Um, but once again, we're talking, those are the fringes, right? That's the, that's the fringes. And if, and if, if it were that blatant, then it really wouldn't be a problem. If you could just look at somebody and the people who were being racist and the things that were being racist could just be seen because a person was, you know, they had a swastika in the middle of their chest. Well then, <laughs> yeah, that would be, <laughs> things would be great. Then you just go, oh, well there's, there's that racist guy right there, but that's not really the case, is it? Um, you know, and everybody says, well, well, I don't see it. You know, I'm not racist. I don't see anything going on that's racist. Or that might be a little racist. But it's not really that, you know, it's not that bad. Well, so let, let's, let's, let's take a trip uh, down into uh, my, my past, right? So with me, as, as I said, that's why... Th- as I said, I, I'm, I'm uniquely qualified to, to talk about this kind of thing. I mean, like, I feel like my whole life I've, I've just dealt with uh, racism in, in some fashion or another. Now, I, w- I want to be very clear on this, that this is not um, let's feel bad for me. Let's, you know, I, you know let's, I'm everybody's supposed to pity me for it because that's not the case. Like, I've, I've dealt with it. I, I'm not all hurt by it, but I understand it. I see it. So this isn't a, 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 a trip into, 
everybody should feel bad for me. It's my hope is is that through explaining this stuff that somebody will actually see maybe the 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 inadvertent things that are going on. You know, the people talk they, they throw around the term systemic racism, right? Well, <laughs> systemic racism is a real thing, but what does it really what does it really mean? You know, you know racism when you see somebody um uh, I don't know yell out the the n bomb and 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 beat somebody up because they're uh something you know i mean it, it, that's 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 well one thing right we've all seen american history x and if you haven't i recommend that you to go see that movie because it's uh or i should say just watch it's online really good movie but anyways if it was that blatant then th- everything would be great but that's not really the problem so Take somebody like me. Obviously, you guys can't see me because it's just my voice. But um, you know, I'm. I- if you were to see me, uh, I, I look like a, a white guy. Most, I mean, mostly, except for. But I have features that definitely uh, say that I'm not just all white. But as far as like my skin tone, so if you were to see me with a hat on and just pass by, you probably wouldn't think anything other than I'm just a white guy, right? Um, but obviously that uh, that wasn't always the case, depending upon how my hair is, depending upon what's which hairstyle I have or whatever. Um, that that definitely changes, right? So the back back to my story, right? Um, so even going back to a young age, right? So I remember uh, just being a little kid uh, on my my little big wheel or whatever, drive riding by my neighbor's house, which I lived in a I grew up in the city of Detroit, and I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. Um, but I went to a predominantly black school, you know. But my particular neighborhood was right on the edge of Detroit, and it was it was a very, very white neighborhood at the time. Well, as, I, as I'm riding my, my <laughs> little big wheel, I have my, my neighbor, because I had my hair like up in little braids, you know, so it didn't get all kinky and not be good for school the next day. So my neighbor comes out and he he's, he starts calling me buckwheat, right? Now, mind you, my neighbor was a good guy. Um, but from his perspective, it was just a it was just a joke, right? But that was my first understanding of what it that clearly something was different, right? He didn't call the other kids buckwheat. You know, and it just is what it is, right? So in my neighborhood, like I said, being predominantly white, you know, I also had to deal with bu- lots of bullying and craziness and kids shooting blow darts at me and shenanigans, all because I was different, right? But then at the same time, I would go to school, and uh, at school, you know, be going to a predominantly black school, um the black kids said I was too white. I looked too, I, they, they didn't want to hang out with me. They didn't really want to talk to me because I was, my skin was too light. So I was uh, ostracized by that group as well. So really, it was really never a place for me to kind of like just fit in and mix into either side or either, either group ever. It was always, I was always the one sitting on the outside. Um, you know, and, 
what I guess I understand I understand I understand both sides. I really I really can't stress that enough. I mean, I grew up in a household that didn't you know, like so many black families and um seems to be the the run the running thing, you know, like my father wasn't there, you know. He left he left when I was like 6 and went off to California and didn't talk to him for 10 years, you know. But at the same time, s- I also had the <laughs> the typical uh, uh, white kid thing, you know, where I just had a bunch of stepdads that were total pieces of shit, you know, and uh, w- that like to make shitty racist comments to me when I was growing up, you know what I mean, or whatever. So it was just really just like a battle pretty much all the time through the age of, of, of ages of me being young. And I really understand why people feel the way they do uh, about the other side. I mean, I, I get the idea. I mean, I remember there were times in my life that, depending upon which group was actually being nice to me at the time, you know, I wanted nothing to do with white people <laughs> or I wanted nothing to do with black people. I mean, hell, I got expelled from my elementary first elementary school for making a terrible racist comment in the fifth grade i mean yeah that's uh, like really what I, I, I was 11 right so i get it i get being being mistreated by one group or the other but the difference between me and a lot of other people is there was never a, a group to fall back into of my own so as as bad as those things were, it was it was also almost a blessing in its own way, because it it allowed me to sit back and kind of look at both groups um, through a, a, a different set of eyes. Because not being considered one of them, but being one of them, as I got older, I really got to understand different facets and different ways that these people work together, how their cultures work uh, internally. You know, it, it just, like I said, this is definitely not a, a, a pity, pity me. It's, it's, a, it's, it's just a, a, a point of view. I just say that I understand, um, I understand what it feels like to have a, a, a kid ride down the street and throw a rock through your window and and say that's where the that's where the the uh, the ends live, right? I I get it. I understand those things. And once again, if it was all as overt as those things, it would still be easier to understand, right? It would just be easier to to decipher because then you know exactly who your enemy is, and you know exactly what the problem is. For let's go into, we're going to fast forward up to me being an adult, right? Because all the kids stuff, I mean, kids are kids, and kids say shitty things, and they do shitty things, and they don't have filters. So that just kind of is what it is. But now, when when people say that there is no, that they're not racist, and there is no racism going on around us right now, right? Well, let's start out with the, the black community. It seems to me the black community is the only community that can come out and say things that are overtly and brashly racist 
out loud and it just be acceptable. Like uh, the white folks, what the white folks are doing. And they can make jokes about how they act or how they talk or how they walk or um, any of those things. Or even saying something to the person that's saying something to one of their own peers and say, stop acting white. You know, what, what, the fu- what, what does that mean? You mean stop acting white? Like, and how utterly unacceptable it would be for a white person to say, to tell somebody to stop acting black. Like, you could never get away with even saying that on the street today. Like, it's just, it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay that, it's not okay for white people to say it. It's not okay for you black folks to say that. It is not okay. You can't say that that you're tired of racism. You can't say that that you're tired of all of the things that are have happened and that are currently happening and then make blatant racist comments and it's just oh but th- th- it's a joke or they deserve it because they've done it. Well, what does that ever accomplish? What does that ever what has that ever done to anybody? What has that ever done for anyone? You know, when, how can you expect, how, how, how can you expect white people to take you seriously, to, to hear your real grievances if, if you can say things and do things and it's completely acceptable because some crazy notion that black people can't be racist like what does that even mean what does that even mean i mean have you met a 70 year old black man like come on now really racism is alive and well in the black community and it's and it's not okay it's not okay for you to do it just like it's not okay for them to do it It's, it's just it's just not okay and and the reason why i touched on the black side first is because like i said if in the white community it is socially unacceptable to say something racist out loud in public it is unacceptable it's not okay it's not like every person if somebody were to uh, drop the n bomb in in a all white store you would have well every person of color would would immediately uh react but not only that, 90% of the white people would would immediately react. Whoa, 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 that's not cool. Don't, don't, don't fucking do that. I mean, you have people, like, climbing up the walls saying it's not okay. But yet a black person can make a overtly racist comment out loud in public, and it's just considered okay amongst the black community. Like, it's just, haha, it's a joke. It's funny. But yet... A, a white person can't even tell a, a a true black joke about somebody, something that's truly fucking funny, and can't say that out loud because that means they're a racist. Really, really? I mean, for Christ's sake! I just saw this thing. Like, what was it? Jimmy Kimmel? Like, getting because he portrayed Carl Malone. 
10, 20 years ago? Like, really? Like, come on now. I mean, like, this this whole thing of, like, calling every person uh, dressing up like a character, like, in, in a movie. Like, every, every time, if it's bad for that, I mean, there, there's, there's a true difference between blackface and uh, somebody dressing up like a character. I mean that's that 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 that's crazy. What exactly are you? What are you trying to gain from this? It's it, it's not if it's not okay for them, it's not okay for you. That's how it works. That's that is truly how it works. And I mean every time if you go out and and you go out for Halloween and and you dress up like like a sultan and you have a harem, well you're a fucking racist. I mean, that's, do you realize how ridiculous that is? Do you realize how utterly crazy it is? If you if you dress up like like a I don't know a a, a pirate or a whatever, like you're being racist because that's not your cultural background. If you go out and you dress up like fucking Conan, then then you're a racist. Like that's that's ridiculous. Do we see how crazy that is? I mean, look at just that. That is a perfect example. You want to be a sultan with harems, but you're a black guy. Well, nope, that's wrong. That's that's only for the, the Middle Eastern people. That's, that's not for you. Like, so why can't a white guy dress up like Michael Jackson? <laughs> why? Why can't a white guy dress up like Carl Malone? Why? Why? Like, I mean, wh- why not? Why can't a white guy be Barack Obama? For Christmas, or for for Halloween, for Christmas, huh? I mean, wh- why? I mean, so, once again, the black community thinks they have a pass because they think that they can't be racist. But it's only in the black community that being overtly racist is socially, and I do say socially acceptable. Used to be socially acceptable in the white community, but that was a long time ago. That's and that's not really that's not the thing. That's not what's going on. Right? So that's just it's a bunch of crap. Like you you really have to stop and look at what's going on and look at what you're actually asking for. Everybody that's taking part in what's going on outside right now and all these protests and everything like I mean I d- I totally understand the things about well, what what's happening and why, but you have to look at what you're asking for. And people that could be your allies that actually fundamentally believe the same things you do, you disenfranchise them and push them away because your message is so obscured and so hypocritical and so bloated that it doesn't make any fucking sense anymore, right? (coughs) So I, I, I just think that the black community really needs to take some time and, like, evaluate, really, truly evaluate about what's being asked for, what's, what it is that they're looking to gain. But you, you have to look inside as well. You have to check your own house while at the same time, not, not before, because it definitely needs to happen at the same time, but you need to check your own house while you're looking out your windows, okay? I mean, you can't let your, your what's going on inside be a total fuck deal and go outside 
and, and tell everybody that they're doing something wrong. It just doesn't work that way. And nobody's ever going to respond to that. Ever. And, I mean, just to put an example, if you have a friend, right? You got a friend that's uh, being a, 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 a shitty, shitty parent. You're not going to go over there, and they're not going to listen to you tell uh, tell them that you shouldn't let their 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 kids run around with a dirty diaper and 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 look like you know not comb their hair and have them in filthy clothes or whatever but yet your kids over chained up in your basement it doesn't work that way so if you're going to question if you're going to question your 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 friend on how they're treating their kids you need to make sure that your kids are also being looked after as well. Okay? So with that, let's move on over to the white side. So for all the, the, the white people that say that there is no racism, that there, and, and this is the one thing I hear, and I hear it all the time in the news, like, oh, we have nothing to feel sorry for. There is no racism. Systemic racism is all just all bullshit. It just doesn't exist. Well, just in my, let's, let's, let's go back just a couple of years here. In the last, let's, let's use the last 10 years. You know, in the last 10 years, I have seen, <laughs> it used to be a joke, it used to be a DJ uh, 10, 12 years ago. It used to be a joke amongst me and my buddies that it never failed that I would go into these clubs and bars and start working and be, some coworker that would come up and be like, "Oh my goodness, I am so glad they got rid of that end guy. So glad, so glad you're finally here." Because in a dark bar, in a dark club, they just didn't know that I was mixed, right? And and see, it's little things like that. It's in one thing would be would be absolutely fine, not a big deal at all, right? And then they would realize, and and I can't tell you how many times I would hear, "Oh well, you know." Not you, not you, Sean. You know you're you're great. Not you. You know we're talking about those other ones, the other ones. Bar I used to hang out at. You know you have things like <laughs> one of the owners saying, "Oh, time to change the music. It's getting a little dark in here, don't you think?" Oh well, you know, not you guys, but you know how they are. You know what I mean, Sean? You know how those ones are. It's just those ones. It's not you. And, and and let me also say that it's not that these people are terrible people. That's not that's not that's not the thing at all. Um there is no it's, it's not that they're terrible people. It's that they say and do things. All these things are happening around you. And people just don't even realize what you're doing. You know, what they're doing. They don't even realize that they're saying these things. Because it's just so natural to say these things or feel these ways or be skeptical. These are all the things that we have to check. But it's not, not that it's not my place to call these people out and check them for it. That's not, that's not, the, that's not, I mean, well, I can't say that. It's not, it, it's, it is my place to check them for it, for sure. But it's something that, that, all of you out there need to realize, and I know you've heard these things. I know you've seen these things happen around you. I know it. 
I mean, I had a guy, a buddy of mine, just two months ago, three months ago, looking to buy a house, and I said, hey, man, what's this neighborhood like? You know, I mean, uh, you know, it's kind of a, just, what's it like to live here? He's like, oh, man, this neighbor's great, fucking great. And I tell you, some black guys rolled through here, and, uh, you know, it's a bunch of good Irish guys living here. So as soon as they call, they, we, they, my buddy got a phone call, and they all rolled out. And checked them. What are you doing in our neighborhood? Like, what the fuck? Like, and then halfway through the conversation, he realized who he was talking to. And then he just, and, and you can see the look of like, but it, and it's not even, it's not that I think that that guy is racist. It's not that I think that that guy hates black people. I don't feel that at all. It's just the go-to. It's just where, where people's, mind start it's these little actions you know I, I would also i'd go and hang out with my friends and depending upon how i dressed they would say why are you dressed like that you're not black like and and, and these are people that generally care about me and i know they do they automatically associate, and it's and it's and it's it's not even a conscious thing that's happening. They automatically associate these things that they have come to not like for one reason or another, whether it be music, a style of dress, the way you look, the way your hat is, whatever, and they immediately say, "You don't dress like that because you're not one of them. You're one of us." Really think about that for a minute. Really think about that for a minute. People that I know love and care about me, this is their commentary to me. This is systemic racism. This is the thing that's going on on the underside. These are the things that are happening. But now when you... When you widen that scope right it automatically it puts a different light on the situation and all of the people out there that says that say no 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 i'm not i'm not i'm not racist i'm not any of these things you have a preconceived notion in your head that makes this other thing that's not you worse than you less than you and if you're willing to say that to somebody that you love because it's funny, what is that doing to your thought process to the ones you don't? What does it really mean? What is it really saying? You know, your, your, your thoughts, how, how you perceive people around you are, it, it matters, and it shows. Now, if this is how it is for me, somebody who looks almost white, dealing with people that I know care about me, not in all cases. I've had people say 
terrible, I mean, once again, have somebody say a terrible racist comment to me out at a bar, you know, and everybody just, oh, well, you know, you know, Sean, you know, he just, he had a lot to drink. Like, why is that acceptable? What, because that person, because that person is, 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 is going to make you as a, as a, as a, as a business is going to make you $300 a year. Is that worth it? Like, why is there not a, a policy that doesn't allow that kind of thing? These things aren't acceptable. And this is the problem in the white community is that they're so convinced that they have nothing to be sorry for, but they, they do these things all the time right under their nose, and they just don't see it. But now you take that and you extrapolate that across the entire country. Take all of these little micro things, and that's what they talk about microaggressions and all this kind of stuff. But are we really talking about it? Like, I have actual circumstances, things that I've that, are, that go on right in front of me. And it's because I'm one of them. So they say these things, say these things out loud that they would never say elsewise. They wouldn't say this to somebody if, if, I, was, if I was 15 shades darker. I, they wouldn't, none of these things would be said to me. Everybody would be buttoning up their lip. Except for the ones that are true douchebags or the ones that just say it out loud all the time and just don't give a fuck. I mean, but then we're, that's a totally different... Now, those are the same ones that get, like, the swastikas tattooed on their chest, right? You know, and, you know, I, I've had... People just don't understand the, the, the things that are going on. And you take that across an entire country, and then you take all these little things... And you build them up and build them up and build them up and build them up. What do you think is going to happen? What do you think happens to a group of people when they are when they are considered inherently bad because they're different? And let me also say that this is not just pushed over to the white community because I've also heard this in many, many other communities. You know, there's a, there's a show, uh, uh, what is it, with Hassan Minaj on Netflix, and it's uh, uh, Politically Correct. Actually, let me look that show up. Oh, uh, it's Patriot, Patriot Act on Netflix. So... The, uh, the episode about George Floyd that just came out a couple weeks back, like, it was the first time I have seen somebody of the Asian side, like, really just step out there and put his, their, his own people to task on all of this. First time I've ever seen it. I think it's a great episode. I think everybody should go out and watch that, too, because it's, it, really, it really hit me in my feels on that one because it really made me see that, I think that we're at a, we're at a tipping point and I think that if we don't if we don't all come together and start paying attention to this stuff it's just going to get worse it's not going to blow over hence why I'm sitting here on this uh on this podcast right
you know, and I can't stress enough that I don't think, I don't think that anybody is just terrible, right? I, I just think that these are, these are cultural differences and people just really need to stop and look. You know what I mean? I said in my first episode, white people really need to accept what has been done and what is being done. These little things that are still being done, that still have ramifications. Black people need to take responsibility for the things that are going on in their communities. Like, really. But I hope, once again, through these conversations, that we're actually, that, that, that I can reach people and get people to listen. Really, really listen and, and take stock of the things around them. You know, if you're black and you're in the black community and you hear somebody just blatantly say something that's racist, why wouldn't you say, hey, man, that's not, that's not cool? Like, just why not? It's not about defending white people. You got that one friend that, 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 that talks uh, too phonetically correct. Like, why make the comment of, oh, Stop sounding white. Stop acting like, like these little these little things are just as bad as those other things. I mean, they're, they're just it's all the same. And the sooner that everybody realizes that you are not innocent, you are not innocent. And you know what? Neither am I. So don't let me stand here on a high horse and say that I am some kind of, you know pillar of perfection i have hated hated black people in my life not one all of them hated i have hated white people in my life hated at different times but you know what there's another good point is that we all grow we all change if i was based off of who i was 25 years ago you know, I would never be doing this. Never. I was all, I was the thing that the right side hates. I was that. I was ignorant. Absolutely. But, you know, you, you, you change. That is, that's what separates us from beasts is the ability to grow. Stop calling out people just because they did something shitty 10 years ago. Base a person off of who they are today. You know, the, 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 the black community loves to, wants to talk about, you know, reform and how people can get better. And they even use George Floyd, who had a criminal record. And they say, he's better now. Okay, maybe he was. Great. Great. Doesn't change the fact what he did, but maybe he was really turning shit around. Maybe he truly, truly was turning shit around, right? And, and, and he did those horrific things, but now he's doing something better. And this bad thing still happened to him. I agree, totally. I totally and completely agree that maybe he was. But yet, 
Jimmy Kimmel is a piece of shit because he portrayed Carl Malone 20 years ago and and did a Snoop Dogg voice? Really? Really? Do you not see the hypocrisy that's being used? Do you not see how utterly crazy that is? You know, and and then every mixed person, let me just say this. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in all of us. All of us mixed people, I don't care what you're mixed with, but all of us, I'm disappointed. Let me tell you why. I'm disappointed because somewhere along the lines, if you look at the vast majority of us, we've chosen a side. We all want to be, we're either, we're, we're mixed and we act and we, we're all black or we're mi- and we're all white or we're all Asian or we're all Hispanic. Embrace what you are. Embrace that middle. Embrace it because it's truly, truly, it's the only fix. It is truly the only fix. For the, well, for this particular issue anyways. Like I'm just, I'm so, I'm so tired of both sides not listening. So tired of it. You know, the, the, the black community just think that the white people just all have it made, but that's not the case. White people are poor too. Just the, just you don't see them in the cities. What you don't think, the, the fact is, is meth and heroin are eating up the black, are eating up the white community like it, like crack did in the black community in the 90s. And it's eating up white communities like that, like hotcakes, just devouring them. The only difference is, is that the large amounts of black people are in our major cities. And they are predominantly black, right? You're not seeing the poor white people that are, but they're scattered out through the middle of, of, of the country where there are no black people. They're just white people by themselves. But they're really just the same. It's all the same. People have to stop and, and, and just listen. If there's anything, anything at all that I want people to take away from this conversation right here, anything, it would be one, like check your own house. Check yourself. Really take time and evaluate the things that come out of your mouth before they do. And if you are one of those people that really do feel that way, then fuck you. <laughs> just, just fuck you all the way. Because if you're, like, I don't expect the people who are truly, truly hateful and truly hate, then this really isn't for you anyways. And there's really not, I mean, you know, like, I, I mean, I would hope that I could reach you, but, but I- I- if not, then, I mean, th- this, this is really, I want the majority. The fringes, it's going to take all of us together 
to work on the fringes, to work on the black power and the white power people. It's going to take all of us in the middle to let all of those ones on the fringes know that that's unacceptable. But I'm just trying to bring a little balance back to the, to the, to the people who still have some sense in their heads and to realize that, no, it, the other side doesn't hate you. It's just the people on the fringes bitching and, and, and making all the noise to make it seem that way. The other thing is, you know, stop and talk to somebody. Stop and talk to somebody, you know, like somebody that you normally wouldn't. Stop and talk to somebody that you wouldn't normally deal with. I mean, really. Take two minutes, get out of your bubble, get out of your comfort zone, and talk to somebody who's on the clearly on the other side. Whether it be politically, culturally, uh, financially, whatever. And you know what? It might be a terrible experience. It might be. <laughs> it might be. It might be horrific. But keep doing it. Don't let. Don't let other people dictate how you feel about other people. Draw your conclusions, but once again, you can't draw a conclusion because you met a dude. Or a chick. So they clearly are all like that. You know, once if, if you did that, every, if you were, if we're talking about financially, if you talk to one poor person every single day and you were rich, you talk to one poor person every fucking day for the rest of your life, you would have a vague idea of what poor people are like. Okay? So let's keep that in perspective. But what I guarantee you're going to see is, is you're going to see a lot of variation. You're going to see a lot of things that you have in yourself in these people, whoever it is on the other side. You're going to find a lot of the same concerns, a lot of the same thoughts, a lot, all of it. You know, and, and I really hope that this young people, like, my God, like, fix this. Do better. Be better than we've been. Like, make a difference. Find, don't just rage against the machine for nothing. Know the machine you're rage, raging against. You know, I just really want people to take five minutes and really stop and see what it is that they want what they're really trying to get. You know, I, I I hear all these things. I hear people, another big, uh, let's talk about, you know what, let's talk about complaints, right? Complaints that people have. You know, you hear a lot, I hear this all the time in the white community, you know, just, you know, why don't they just go get a job? Just go get a job. You know, what exactly what what is that? Okay, yeah, let's go get a job. Let's go get a job. Let's let's let's, let's once again let's rewind me and go back to a, an environment where I have a 
shitty home life and shitty people around me and no support and no good examples because nobody goes to work. No good example. But if you do go to work, what do you get? Get a job making minimum wage because you've been taught no skills whatsoever? Like, is it possible to come up from that? A hundred percent. I did. But we'll get into that on how that was even possible. Everybody likes, uh, uh, people have used me as an example of, 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 oh, look, Sean, you did it. You can do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but my situation was really unique. And I was really unlucky and lucky all at the same time. that allowed me to make it through that. You know, you, you, you hear things on, on the, 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 the black side about how they have everything. They have all the money. They have all the opportunity. Everything is great. Is it really? Is it really that great? Why are they killing each other in mass shootings? Are those black people? No, no, no. Those are white people doing that. Those are white kids, white men that are losing their shit. There is cancer on the internal side of that. It's not what you think it is. It's not what you think it is on either side. That's the point of that both sides. It's not what you think it is. There's something truly sinister going on on the inside of that looking at that perfect house with the picket fence from the outside. But there's something truly bad going on on the inside when their children are murdering their children by the hundreds every year. Do you really realize that? Something is messed up in their house, too. But see, it's the same thing. It's the same thing in the black community, but it's just, but it's a different cancer. It's something different that's growing on their side. And it's the lack of male leadership. Not saying that women can't do it. This is not one of those kind of arguments. And I also want everybody to know that I am not pandering to any of that whatsoever. If I use a generalized term, it is just because it's the majority. It's not taking away from anybody. It's not taking what the credit that anybody has for doing what they do. It's none of that. But the fact is, is having a strong male role model for a young man is important. It doesn't mean a woman can't do it. It just means it's important. And I say that as a man, as a young man that needed that and went down a lot of those really bad roads because the only example I had and the only people I looked up to were people who were pieces of shit. People, or not even that, people who are making bad choices 
but they but they brought me along so that made me feel included right there are true everything i feel like it's all it's nobody's looking at themselves they're so busy looking at everybody around them and telling them what they're doing is wrong. Nobody is looking inside and saying, hey, there's something wrong here. We got to do better. We got to be better. We can be better. We can absolutely be better. Ah, one more takeaway. Let's do another takeaway too. When everybody to find a piece of music. Don't care what it is. I want you to find a piece of music that you normally wouldn't listen to. You know? Or find a piece of music that you uh, that you, you hear and you're like, oh, I kind of like that. And listen to it. And then use, I don't know, use uh, Pandora to like search for songs like a song that you find that you like. I mean, there's just no reason for people to not be able to find music nowadays. But stretch yourself once a day and listen to something outside of your box. Because really, if you really want to look into a community, look at their music. Listen to their music. Even if it's talking about guns and drugs or mud bogging and shooting deer it will give you a window a true window into what they're talking about amongst themselves I guarantee you do that once twice a week at least once twice a week you're really going to find something that that you didn't know you might even find something you, that you like. You know, just check yourself. Check the people around you. To when I when I say check them, doesn't mean I'm not trying to get anybody to be overt and offensive, and because we're we're done with that. We're done, uh, like I said in my first podcast, of being snarky and shitty. It's not going to work. Aggression begets aggression. Doesn't mean don't stand up for yourself. It doesn't mean don't that allow, allow things to ride. But if there's a chance to teach, if there's a chance to make a difference, do so. That goes doubly for my mixed people out there. Because it's really, it's, it's, it's time for us to shine. It's time for us to start pulling our weight. It's time for us to be stop sitting out on the fringes and and just riding one side or the other. Get off the lawn and get on the fence. Right in the middle. 
there's enough of us now that maybe we can actually make a dent, make a difference. Do that. I really hope that uh, this helped some people and maybe gave some people a different perspective on things. Um, I'll be setting up uh, all the different uh, social media things so people can actually message me. So maybe by the time this is actually aired and published, I'll have that all set up. And if that's the case, uh, there will be a link for you guys to follow. And, uh, you know, I'd love to hear anything from any of you guys or somebody that actually knows me. If you have questions or something you'd like to talk about or something you'd have, like, you'd want to hear my perspective on, I'm I'm happy to hear it. I'm happy to talk about it. So uh, let's do that. So uh, once again, thanks for uh, coming and listening with me to the, uh, to me ramble for the better part of an hour and the uh, mixed nomad podcast episode number two thank you all talk to you again real soon and good night